Hey everyone, welcome back to the Retro Break podcast. Today I'm actually going to be talking about playing games, or should I say, the lack of playing games that I've actually been doing recently. This episode is called Paralyzed by the Backlog. And this one kind of came about because I just realised that on the website Backloggery, I've actually been a member on that site for almost 12 years now. And I feel like I've spent more time arranging my collection, adding games to it constantly, and not actually playing the games, or actually ticking that many off my backlog. And before that, I used to use a different website called Playfire as well, and I had the same problem over there too. And it seems like a lot of you also share this same issue, so I'm going to talk today a bit about what I plan to do to tackle this incredible backlog of games in the near future. So according to Backloggery, I have 3,301 games and they're just the ones that I've added to the site. And out of those, 2,708 are actually uncompleted. So there is a massive set of games there and it is kind of overwhelming just seeing that number, seeing the insane amount of games that I've never even played, let alone finished. So I do plan to tackle some and I've actually got some ideas for making a future YouTube series where I actually spend some time to actually sit down and properly play some of these games that have been on this wish list for like 12 plus years at this point. But the thing I wanted to come here today and talk about is actually some of your opinions on this as well. So I asked the question over on Backloggery and on YouTube as well and that was how do you decide what games to play from your backlog? I also asked how do you play them as well, do you play them on original hardware, do you play them on a PC, on an emulator, do you play them on one of the new handheld devices that are really popular these days, and I got some really interesting responses, so I'm going to spend a bit of time now going through some of those. So I've got a bunch of super interesting responses here, there's one here on Backloggery from someone called Profalus, I think that's how you pronounce the name anyway, and this is what he has to say. This is a question I always mull over, but I'm usually told, play what you feel. Oh yeah, that's easy when you don't have so much to choose from. So uh, maybe his suggestion here was to try and decide on a goal. So maybe I want to just pick some games that I want to just play quickly, some ones that are easy to finish, or maybe some RPGs as well. And he actually gave me a few suggestions here. So Cool Spot for the Mega Drive. That's actually something that I've wanted to play for a long while now. Uh, Marvel Land, Talmud's Adventure. And Mercs as well, that was a game I picked up quite recently actually. And he was also asking whether I've played through Fantasy Star 4. So that is actually one that's on my actual list of games that I want to play. And talking about this list that I'm building, I'm actually planning to stream these as well. So if you are interested in actually seeing me play through some of my backlog, and I can't promise that this is going to be a uh, quick video or quick idea for a series. This is going to be something that spans many years into the future, but I do plan on streaming and also making videos on what I'm going to be calling my backlog bucket list. So if you are interested in any of that, check out twitch.tv forward slash retrobreak. And let's move on to the next response here. There's, and I'm sorry if I completely butcher your usernames, Sakale style. Sorry about that if that was completely wrong. And they say, honestly, it's difficult for me to choose what to play. I usually play whatever fits the mood I'm in at the time, which is often random for me. The emulator is always quicker. Finding sources for emulators can be difficult though due to malware and infecting your computer, etc. While buying the original cartridges is more expensive for the older systems, it is a safer route and you're also supporting game creators. But for the hardware, third-party hardware could be a good alternative, like the Hyperkin, the Retron 3, 
and the Retron 5 for all the Game Boy and Game Boy Color as well, for all the, all, as well as all of the other retro systems. And I definitely agree with that point as well. In fact, I am planning on playing some of these either on the Mister using ROMs or on the Retro Freak that I've got right here to use the real cartridges as well. Because as much as I love playing on original systems, there is also that worry that maybe the battery in the cartridge will give out and all the progress that I've made might be lost and I'll have to start it all over again. You also get the kind of bad image quality out of some of these older systems with the uh, pre-HD video formats and things which are a bit of a pain to record and stream as well so I still haven't fully decided whether I'm actually going down the original console route or whether I'm going to go down some of these modern alternatives so let me know in the comments which you think would better suit my idea of a Twitch and YouTube video about going through my backlog because although I love to collect games actually playing them I'm not really too fussed about whether I actually do use the original systems or not but I don't know whether that one kind of ruined my experience of the game because I do like to actually go back and see how they actually use the original hardware and see whether they push that hardware to its limits whereas playing a game on an emulator you don't really get that same sort of feeling and also the resolutions and the frame rates can be a little bit off and you don't really get to use the original controllers too so I'm still trying to weigh up what's the better idea out of them so let's carry on here there's a really good response here from someone called christ supremacy on backloggery and they actually say sometimes they'll play the oldest game in a series or a standalone title rather than thinking about playing a series in general and they also say that being organized helps a ton too which yeah but i've also kind of got bogged down in the fact that i'm a bit too organized and i've made all of these different lists and things and i spend too long rearranging backloggery rather than actually playing the games themselves so you do have to kind of draw a line there they also bring up a really interesting point here, and that is the fact that if a retro game was actually ported to a more modern console, perhaps with some improvements as well, and thinking about that, I'm actually thinking about things like the Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters, because I've always wanted to play the original Final Fantasy games, but maybe the Pixel Remasters on the Switch is actually the way that I should play and enjoy those games. Again, I'm not entirely sure. I also know that a lot of games got remakes on like the PS3 with the HD PS2 games and stuff, so do I go back and play the ps2 games or do i play the ps3 hd upscale version so there's things like that, that i have to try and balance as well and there's another point that he brought up here as well about whether you play it on a crt or whether you play it on a lcd screen as well and i've got both options behind me and luckily i've actually got a way of recording off both of them as well so it actually depends on the system as to whether i want to use an lcd or a crt and i can never really decide honestly and moving over to YouTube now, I actually got a bunch of different responses on here, so I'm not going to read all of them, but I'll pick out some of the more interesting ones. Mememon has an actual list of things here, and they're actually really, really good points as well, so I'm going to go through each of these here. So, point number one, don't think, don't think up your backlog, physically write it down or type it out, and organise it by series or console or genre or any way that you think best, and obviously backloggery is a great way of doing that, but there's a load of other websites out there, or obviously you can just use a notes app or whatever too really. Uh, point number two here, narrow it down to your top 10 games, the games that you're most excited for, then narrow that down to a top five. Take these five games and pick any one of them and that will be the game that you finally start on your backlog. And I think that's a fantastic idea. After I've recorded this, I might actually go and have a look at my list of games and do that, narrow it down to a top 10 and then a top five. And maybe that top five can be the five games that I play first on my new uh, YouTube series. So we'll see how that goes. That is a really good point. 
Point number three, respect yourself and respect the game. Create a reasonable schedule for yourself and fit the game into your life. Don't speed through the game and get it over with. For example, if the game you're playing is approximately 20 hours long, take an hour out of each day and just play it. Do more or less whatever you think is best. Just remember that it's a game and it's not life or death. That is a really good point as well because when I have tried to play through my backlog in the past I have kind of rushed the games and that has hampered my enjoyment of them quite a bit. So I think the uh, the idea of not stressing about needing to finish that game and move straight on to the next one immediately really helps me relax a bit on the idea of actually playing some of these. So if I pick a game I'll give it as long as it needs. I'll just keep playing it every evening, every few nights until it's completed. And I won't worry about the idea that any other game has to come and take priority over this one. I know it's difficult, especially with interest in new games coming out all the time, but you have to sort of schedule these things in else you'll just be completely paralyzed like I have been for a long time. Point number four, and again a fantastic point here, don't play multiple backlog games at once because this can become overwhelming and make your backlog feel more like a chore. And then when you complete a game, keep on top of your list, give the game a rating, write a note on how you felt about the game, is the game replayable, do you recommend it, do whatever you like. So in my case that will be making a video about the game and sharing my thoughts and opinions with everyone here on YouTube. And the final point, have fun, because if you're not having fun with it, take a step back and play a different game, or play one of your favourite games. Just remember one important thing, the backlog is your friend. It's literally a list of games that you think are good, great, intriguing, or at, very, or at the very least, worth a shot. So that is honestly the best comment that I got out of everything, and that really sums up how you should approach this, and I am definitely going to be taking ideas and inspiration from all five of these points here and putting it into my own project going forward. So Mimon, thank you so so much for that response and it actually got a lot of thumbs up on there as well. Let's take a look at some more comments here on YouTube because there are some fantastic ones here. Professor C Dog's Castle here has a great comment as well. They said that they really suffer from the sheer number of games in their backlog. The huge amount of choice really overwhelms me and leads me to decision paralysis. I'm very aware of how limited my time to play is and I really want to choose the game that I'll enjoy the most at a given time, but as it turns out this is very difficult to predict. And I've honestly felt the same way, there's been a lot of times where I've just pressured myself into playing a game and then not enjoyed it because I'm just too pressured into the thought of playing and completing the game that I just burn myself out and stop playing it completely, so let's carry on with their comment and see what they had to say about that. I start off with a pool of games that I've been excited about for a while, but after a, but after a tiring mental process of trying to choose by a process of elimination, I end up feeling kind of put off by the notion of playing any of them, not least because I just spent time deliberately considering the aspects of what makes each option unappealing in order to narrow down my options. The looming fear of choosing the wrong game and wasting some amount of free time creates unnecessary stress while I try to decide, but perhaps worse than that is the way that it leads me to second-guess my choice once I've finally made a decision. As I play, I'm constantly questioning whether I'm having as much fun as I could be, or whether I should have chosen differently. Needless to say, this really detracts from the experience and produces a self-fulfilling prophecy. I effectively choose wrong regardless of the actual choice that I make. At worst, it sometimes leads me to jump around between games and ultimately burn myself out on all of them. 
This is something I've wrestled with for quite a bit in recent years, but I didn't really think about it much in detail until seeing this post. It's clearly just a matter of mindset, so I'm sure I can overcome it somehow, I just haven't quite figured it out just yet. I have noticed that when I play a game I don't know much about, or pick one up spontaneously, I do tend to have a much better time. It makes sense, since in both cases I naturally skip all that mental gymnastics, and I'm able to just get out of my own head and appreciate the game for exactly what it is. I think that's that's also precisely what we all did as kids when we enjoyed games so much back then. I, th I think I just have to learn to relax and get into that mindset on command. And they say at the end here, not sure if anyone actually cares about any of this long, but it felt good putting my backlog induced woes out there. Hope you're all enjoying yours more than I am. And there was actually a great set of responses here and people said they feel exactly the same way. And you are absolutely not alone, Professor Sea Dog. I feel the same way too. And I'm sure a lot of people watching do as well. There was there's a bunch more comments on there and if you go and have a look at my community tab over on YouTube you can go and read them all yourselves or over on backloggery slash retro break. That's it for this episode though, I hope that gave you some ideas for tackling your own backlogs and I also hope that you're looking forward to seeing what games I've picked to tackle on my one and I hope you're along for the journey as well. Thank you so much for listening, I'm really enjoying doing these podcasts again and if you do want to see video versions of these podcasts then please check out Patreon to watch behind the scenes exclusive videos and to also get a sneak peek as to what's coming next on the main channel too so thank you so much i really hope you enjoyed this and i hope you're looking forward to more podcast episodes coming very soon goodbye